Okay, we're good. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I had your volume turned all the way down. Oh, is that what it was? That's what it was. Hi. So. so I'm just going to my list. Podcast topic. Uh-huh. Uh, do you get anything you want to tackle specifically on the list today? <clears throat> well, that was the one that I had put on there, but I don't know if you want to go into that or not. Which one was that one? Uh, for that, I'll have to go into my list. Uh, list, list, list. Yeah, because I got my shopping list. And... Having, oh, having to bag your own groceries? Yeah. That one? Yeah, having to bag your own groceries. Okay. So, go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's uh, So this is the first podcast, I think, of uh, 2020, isn't it? Yeah, this will be the first podcast of the year. Uh, yeah, so the topic today, I guess, is uh, uh, bagging your own uh, items, whether it be groceries or if you've gone to Home Depot or any of those other places. Um, we, yeah, we should yeah we should clarify that a little bit too because I don't know if this is a Canadian thing, an American thing, or what. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, if, if you go by the adage that time is money, I think uh, the U.S. would have probably implemented this first. But uh, I, I could be mistaken. Now, bagging, uh, do you personally bag your own groceries? Um, or not bag your yeah, own groceries? I mean, scan, scan. Like, you go to the, the the one where you just kind of walk up to it and you scan your own stuff. I'm and then getting a person. I'll go with a person every time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. But if it means waiting 20 minutes, then I'll just bag my own. Yeah, I guess it kind of all depends. Um, I pretty much refuse to use it uh, because all that is is you know back in the day when machines were starting to take over people's jobs, and yeah. these, and these were jobs like in factories and assembly lines, and then they've you know now they have all this machinery and all these people are out of work. Right. I, oh, yeah. I, I find, uh, I don't, I don't think grocery stores are that hard up for money. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a shareholders thing. Everybody needs to make more money for their shareholders or how that all works or how it even came about. Some of it, some, somebody obviously came up with the idea uh, and then everybody just kind of ran with it. Um, I, I find it, it takes away from uh, some people's jobs because uh, I know people that work in different industries that that would have this, and um, I don't know. I, I I'm not for it, but that's that's my opinion. Wow. Yeah, I I know they always say it's like we you know this is the rule because it saves you money. You know, we, we're doing it for you. Right. You know, like this is a benefit to you. And then I'm kind of like, well. Is it so? <laughs> like it, it lowers the prices, and that's what they say. But then, you know, it's like here's, here's a weird, you know, alternate take on it. You go to Costco, right? And they beg for you. They 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 take your cart. They they take everything in. They they give you boxes to put it in. Mm-hmm. And you know they do everything for you. And yeah, you got to buy your Costco membership, but. You don't have to there, and the volume of stuff that goes to there is is, is, is massive. 
I would I would hazard a guess to say that Costco's are busier than any other food chain. Right. Well, there's also the bagging issue too. I mean, I, I can go to a superstore or whatnot, and you know they they put your groceries through, and then they ask how many bags you want, and then they, you have to wait um, after you pay to bag your groceries, depending on what side that you're on that they're putting the groceries on. So you have you have the side that you're standing on, and then you have the other side. So they get your crap on the other side. You can't really go around, start packing your groceries. They're done. Then you have to come back over again. So you pretty much have to wait until you get to the other side, and then you start bagging your groceries. It's like, you know what, normally when I used to work at co-op and I mean, say, I think all these places, they, you know, as soon as they scan the grocery, bang, goes in the bag. Yeah. Once it's full, yeah. it goes in the basket. What was wrong with that? Yeah. I don't know. It, it's. I don't know. They're just trying to move more people through the thing. It's like a it's cattle. Like, it's like moving yeah. cattle oh, yeah. through a trough. Cattle analysis. Through the, yeah. yeah. Trying to turn you up here. <laughs> oh, am I too low? Um, it, it is, and it, it's like it's it, it's to save money, right? Because they don't want the, the cashier to do it, right? But then it's taking more time, and you're holding up the line because hey, I'm not a professional bagger. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not good at bagging. I'm, well, it kind of takes away from so, the, the, you know, they, they can't blame you for, you know, putting the uh, eggs on top of your bread instead of the other way around type thing. But to minimize, like, breakage? Oh, <laughs> if you pack it yourself and you break something or you mush something and it, you know, it, it's your own fault. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's not a good excuse. Customer service has gone, all. customer service has gone way out the window. They're looking for yeah. more ways to make money without having to pay their people. So that's it's almost like like we can save you money if we don't have to service you. Yeah, machines don't take breaks. They don't take holidays. You don't have to pay them overtime. You don't have to pay them for any, you know, if you're on WCB or you don't benefits, dental, retirement. There's nothing. It's just done. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> oh, but he's flashing his right. I think it's actually my boss. <laughs> What's that? Uh, the, the, there was a guy driving behind me. You know how I was talking about people with their high beams on? Right. I think that might have been my boss behind me. Oh, <laughs> lovely. Hi, Sasha, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> flash, um, flash need to say hi. Yeah. Hey, you've gone quiet. You're a lot quieter than you were like two seconds ago. Who, me? You change your, uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. How about now? Is that better? Uh, no change. No no change? Nope. Um, here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just, just crank myself way up here. Does this, is this better? Yeah, that is better. Well, that's way, it's way too high. <laughs> way too high for you. Well. It's uh, not bad. I might be fine. I just don't know how loud it's going to be on the highway. Oh, okay. See, this is what we do, folks. We do shit on the fly. We're tweakers. We're this just going to tweak it. And the, the tagline of the show, which I'm trying to use a bit more often, is um, it's recorded live and in the raw because that's the way real life is. True. This, this isn't a radio station. <laughs> no, 
No, we don't have a we don't have a clipboard with all the questions and all that. We kind of fly by the seat of our pants. So if there's any uh, little bit of lull, that's why there's no there's no but filler to go to the next question. Want, yeah, well, like I'm kind of like if people want to like listen to the radio, go listen to the radio. This isn't the radio, you know. No, you know what I like to do? The quality. I like to listen to stuff while I'm doing stuff, and it's usually things that I don't. So I don't have to watch it. Like if you go to YouTube and you pretty much have to watch what it is you're listening yeah, you to, to yeah. where here you can do which, you know, whatever you want to do, you do some soldering, you want to do some tinkering, whatever you want. You get some stuff in the background you want to listen to. Some people are talking about crap that, you know, hey, yeah, I'm interested in listening about that. I'm sure you have, you know, everyone has their own opinion on stuff. And uh, definitely, if you have an opinion on, on any of the topics that we're discussing, definitely uh, leave a comment. And, uh, and, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. And, and, where can, and where can they comment, bud? Where can they comment? Yeah. <laughs> In the comment section? <laughs> <laughs> at Sunkeep Podcast. Yes, at, just, just below. Yeah. Just below. Yeah. So, how was your Christmas? Um, my Christmas was excellent, actually. It was pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, the holidays between, like, after Christmas was over, uh, from there yeah. from there till you, I guess, went back to work, I guess. Was there, did you do anything exciting? Um, yeah, well, I got, I got, I get, well, I got excited because I get a chance to finish The Mandalorian. I actually had time to watch TV and stuff, so I finished The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Okay. Um, which you and I have to talk. We have to do a in a studio session. We're going to have uh, Karen Brzezilla. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. That's our next guest in uh, in house guest. We're going to do. Okay. She's a Star Wars fanatic, and uh, she asked to be on the show, and she's a client of Sylvie's and. I think it's very safe to say her and her sister mm-hmm. and actually all of her family, uh, they're probably like definitely like top five favorite people to come into the salon. Cool. Uh, no, no doubt. Like they're, they're all great. And the Halloween time, I think the kids there mm-hmm. and they always give something special to the kids. Nice. I don't know. Amazing, amazingly great family. So I want to get, um, we're going to get her on the show to talk to Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And I also saw Star Wars, the new one, which she wants to talk about as well. So, Are you talking about Baby Yoda? What's that? Are you talking about the one with Baby Yoda? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so um, I, I, I don't, I was debating what to do with that episode because I want to go in the studio because it's going to sound nice. And, and I, I think whenever we have a guest on their show, they should know how crappy the inside of my car looks. <laughs> and I never want to record an episode in here. Well, we'll put some <laughs> of that Sonex. We'll put some, you know, some nice uh, padding and stuff inside the car and it'll less reflective yeah. material. And we'll set up like a satellite yeah, I, dish on top of your, your vehicle. And we can that'd, get be, some, that'd be great. Yeah. We can do some Drive around. high end stuff. Sean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd like to get to that point eventually, I guess. Yeah. But, we'll have an episode um, ro- roaming around Winnipeg and, and just kind of, uh, have some video. Yeah, I figured out why that guy was flashing me, by the way. <laughs> oh, why? Whether it was the boss or not, I didn't have my lights on oh. on the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it was a courtesy so I, thing. I was, I was doing the asshole thing he told me to do. What's that? 
that I told you to do? My rear view, my rear view mirror. Oh no, did you? <laughs> and then, I mean, you asshole! And like, probably my boss is trying to be a dick, and he's like, "No, it's probably my boss right now. He's my fucking lights." <laughs> oh, Turn your lights uh, on so we can see you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think on the bagging of the groceries thing, though, I, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I, I, it seems like it's a necessary evil in this, in this day and age where they're trying to cut costs. They're trying to find a way to save money. But they're also trying to find another way to nickel and dime and say, well, we're going to charge you for bags or, or, or whatever. It's, and I know that the charging for the bags thing is an environmental issue, and that's, you know, that's, the way they're trying to put it on, on on these stores, like, well, we're going to talk to you if you're using plastic bags. You know, we're trying to you know enforce people not using plastic bags. Okay, so so we're let's go with the bags. let's go with Costco. Okay, Costco, there's boxes everywhere. Oh yeah, all the product they in re- the store. They reuse them, right? Yeah, all the product in the store comes in boxes no different yep. than whether it's Safeway, Sobeys, Supervisor. No, they all all their merchandise comes in boxes all they do is they take the boxes apart when I used to work at co-op they had a, a big compactor in the back you stick all the boxes in you you know wrap them up and then you send them away that was the old yep. way of doing it yep. Costco reuses their boxes I have not seen one bag at Costco the, yep. o- the only bag you could get, it would be a reusable bag. Yep. Why could you not, w- these other places, why could they not save the boxes? I mean, you got lots of room in the back. You can just have a big, huge bin, just with, just just load with boxes. And with the amount of people go there, you know, you want a box? Sure, not a problem. It's not going to cost you anything. It's not going to cost us anything because we don't have to buy bags or anything. And it's already there. Just use the bloody things. Costco's got the right idea. Why wouldn't you want to do it in any other stores? Is there sure. is there sure. that different? I mean, I mean, there's still there's still the thing is though they're bat, they're quote unquote bagging your groceries for you. They're grabbing a box and they they generally have a, a, a helper. Yeah, an extra person. You know, not even just yeah, the cashier. They're, they're they're packaging it in the box. Right. So it's easier for you to carry. Like they're still doing all that effort. Right. But I mean, is that why we're paying fifty dollars? You know, a year. If it's only fifty dollars a year, twenty five dollars a year, like that's that's the minimal cost, and I I'm okay paying that if that's what I get. But they're still being better for the environment. They're they're recycling the boxes. They're not creating as much waste because they're using it. Like they're literally reusing the boxes that they they bought stuff in. You know, they bought a pallet of this and they're taking those boxes and using them. Yeah. Well, you know when you buy, you know when you buy gift cards, say say you get one for Winners, okay? So yep. it'll sound there, oh, uh, well, Winners is associated with the say Swiss Chalet or Foot Locker, like whatever. I'm not saying they're all associated, but you could buy a card and they'll have five or six different companies on it. Yeah. Okay. Now I can understand gift cards. Now I can understand with when you're bagging your groceries or you're not bagging your groceries, that's all dependent on the company. So if one company uh, owns a bunch of stores, nine times out of ten, they'll probably run them all the same way, so it kind of keep it consistent. But because yeah. Safeway and Sobeys and all these guys are all, um, I'm assuming they're all separate 
uh, entities. They haven't just kind of branched off and says, okay, we're going to create another division here. This is for our high-end stuff. This is for our, no, for, like this is the, the lower end of the totem, you know, that type of thing. But I, but I'm, I'm pretty positive Costco has nothing to do with these other places. So they obviously no. have their own business plan and how they run things. And these other places have their own for what odd reason. Now, who knows? Things may change in the future, just as they've changed for the grocery stores. Costco has always yep. been the same rate from day one, as far as I remember. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, yeah, I think so. Now, whether or not they have a meeting with all the shareholders and says, you know what, we got to shave off another percentage of whatever, you know, cause they all want raises or. Yeah. But whatever. they raise the memberships. Well, pff. you know, there's a raise to the memberships every few years. Yeah. And, and I mean, and for them, that, that adds a lot of revenue so they can put that right back into the employees if they want. Right. Now, but they do pay their employees very well. Yes. Oh, like which, that's the cream of the that's the cream of the crop for uh, for working in a grocery store. That's the top. Which which place? Costco. Yeah. Like they they pay well. They they're great benefits. Right. Uh, regular raises, like from my understanding, and I don't want to give away too much, but from my understanding, you don't have a meeting to discuss what you what you're doing right or doing wrong. It's more, okay, well, it's that time. You have a meeting with your boss. Um, you met all expectations. Here's a raise. And it's a set raise. You get it regularly. There's wow. no haggling. You know, a lot of places are haggling. Or if you're in a union, right. uh, you only get a raise every five years or whatever the hell it is. Because I know some people that are in education. Um, they stop getting raises after 10 years. That's it. You're done. Yeah, um, yeah, that, I'm where I'm at right now. I'm pretty much pigeonholed. I can't, I can't go anywhere. The only way we'll get a raise is if the our union uh, gets us one. But uh, at the rate yeah. it is, it's always zero, zero, zero point something. So that uh, doesn't even cover the cost of living. Everything's gone up. Oh God, no. Yeah. I mean, today, oh, I've, I got a doozy, but this, this, this would probably take a whole show, but. I won't get into it. Tease the next show then. What's that? We'll tease the next show. Yeah. Well, it would be a union thing, so I don't know. Right. I don't know if that. Leave would, it at that. I, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that would be good or not, but. No, we have too many stories about the union that we could never want that we never want to share. I think uh, we both get in trouble. Yeah. Um. Uh, now I'm almost home, and I, I'm not done with this bagging groceries thing. Well, I, well, I kind of wanted to so, get, yeah. You kind of want to get what? Well, I was going to, I wanted to also talk about something else regarding groceries, but uh, we could always um, talk about that later. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to finish on, on the on the Superstore bit. Right. And all these self-checkouts and stuff. And then I want to go into uh, the part two, which hopefully we can do this week. I want to talk about the, the other side of things, the ideas of the world mm-hmm. and their whole uh, kill system and how that works. But um, so are you, you're you're against the idea? You think it's what do you think it's a cash grab? Is that is that your two cents? On the surface, yes. I don't know what their intention was to do that, but if you just look at, I mean, you don't have to even look at the 
the books to really tell. I mean, you have a person's wage and what they get paid and all their benefits and everything that go with it. Of course, they're, they're not going to, you know, if they don't need the person, they'll get rid of them, right? Although, yep. although when you do go to super value, I do notice that on the wall, it says a guaranteed every cashier is open on Sunday. I think it is. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure if it's Saturday and Sunday or if it's just Sunday. Yeah, I think, well, mine's, mine's Saturday, I'm pretty sure. Saturday. Well, there's, there's one day, I think there's one day at least a week uh, on the weekend yeah. that, that they guarantee. And that's fine. Cause then when you go, uh, whether or not you can find a cart <laughs> that you have to pay for, um, uh, you can usually you can usually get in pretty fast, but it depends on what time yeah. of day you go. Uh, and I've seen some places where, especially around around the holidays, around Thanksgiving or Christmas, or you know when everyone's like, "Oh, we gotta we gotta make a turkey or big thing," or, or it's a big baking time, um, and you go to the store. As soon as you walk in, you look down the aisle where all the cashews are, and it's just lined up solid. Yeah. Um, then you kind of take a look at the self checkout, depending on what you're there for. If I have a whole, yeah. if I have a whole thing full, I'm not even going to bother. Uh, if I have one or two items, I might think about it, but I still yeah. won't go unless will you it's actually, absolutely necessary. So will you will you actually turn around and leave? Mm, I wouldn't go that far because then I would have to go somewhere else and stand in line again. So it doesn't. Right. It's not really beneficial. Like, well, like, I'll, like, I'll be honest. Like, I'll go in occasionally because, so like, can you just go, like, she's working or whatever, and then um, she'll, like, look, I'll look after the kids and I'll run my business. Just go, you know, she wants something and she wants it bad. Or I'll, or I'll be the same. Like, I'm just craving chips and I want chips and I want chips so bad. Right. That I'll, I'll go in. But... I will turn around. Like I've actually turned around. If I'm going in there for a bag of chips and it's lined up, you know, ten people deep at every single pill. <laughs> I'll, know, just, I'll like, just grab I'm, a bag from the vending machine. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll I'll go stop at the co-op, right, or the Safeway like gas bar or or whatever, and just you know what, I'll pay seven dollars more for this bag of chips. You know. Yeah, it's not worth. You know. It. Yeah, it's, it's not worth it. Um. Who, so who else is doing the bagging on grocery? The superstore does it, but now there's self checkout. And then we're we're thinking so they get a self checkout, but they have an attendant looking after the self checkout. Depending on the store, it's like one or two people. You know what? I went to home. That. I went to Home Depot a while back, and there was some people waiting in line for the actual cashier because they obviously didn't want to go through the self checkout either. And I think there's more people. Um, that had that mentality to a, to a, to a degree, I guess. Um, but I was standing there, and then the girl that actually looks after, you know, the one who watches you bag your groceries, that person yeah. uh, asked me to come over, and then so she went ahead and scanned my stuff and put it in the bag right beside it, and then says, you just have to put your payment in. So, I mean... <clears throat> so she did all the work. <laughs> She, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big thing to scan. It was only a couple items, but still, it's just, it's the principle, like, the, you know, like you say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people, like, how many but, people out there uh, I have actually lost their job because of this? Or was this done just through attrition? Well, for, yeah. Well, here's the other side, too. Like, as, as a cashier, you'd always have to, 
you know, at the end of your shift, you'd have to bring your float back. And then, you know, the person after you, they bring their own float out. And right. then they would balance your, your float. And if your float was out. So does that mean that now that uh, if you're self-checking out, I mean, more, like I know a lot of those machines are debit mm-hmm. and it takes the, uh, the, the guessing out. But if something is, is missed on the scan, like I'm sure there's people going through self-checkout, you know, they got five candy bars and they only scan four of them or three of them or none of them. No one really knows. Like, it's not foolproof. But is it, are, are they saving that much money that the theft part of it's okay? Uh, I don't know. It, it depends yeah. on how they monitor them. I mean, you have a person standing there for one thing, and I'm sure there's cameras all over the place, especially if, if it's an unattended area. Uh, you would think that yeah. they would have all kinds of, of cameras. You, th- you think it was the, you know, you think you're in Vegas or something, you're in the bowl, and you get the guys up there watching the cameras from, <laughs> from the room. We got oh we got a card counter and uh, and a table three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's freaking cold today. Yeah, I think uh, the thing registered was at minus twenty this morning. Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at my thermometer here. Mm-hmm. My thermometer. My uh. Your saying I'm saying minus nineteen. I was going to turn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, winter so, is here. Yeah, Although it the, is here. The, day, the, the, the days are getting longer, though. So the uh, yeah. it's staying out late a lot longer, which is nice, especially when you have snow on the ground. You you know, as it is, it's it's kind of cold and and stuff. So it's nice to have that extra late. Oh, what happened? Oh, oh. just faded out there for a second. What's that? You faded out there for a second for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're back. Okay. Um, shit, I was going to say something. Um, weather? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, weather. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm going to be honest. It's really slippery where I'm driving here. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm half focused on the road. Oh, yes. Pay attention. Yeah. Yes, just this sure. one, it's this one spot here. It, it's very interesting because, uh, uh, when we're talking about the, uh, the metric system versus the imperial system right? on the highways, the highways here are a hundred clicks an hour. Right. Which is 62 and, miles an hour, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. Is that what it is? 62? I seem to recall that's what, if it isn't, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I was on the perimeter highways hundred. So I was driving 50 yesterday. Right. Down the highway. That's the slowest I could go. 50 clicks? 50 clicks an hour on the perimeter highway. Wow. That's pretty slow. That's as fast as I could go. Wow. So how long did it take you yeah. get home? An hour? Uh, well, that was on the way in. On the way home, it was, wasn't so bad. But on the way in, it was it was ridiculously slow. Wow. And then uh, they misreported an accident. So I had the, uh, the CJOB on and you know just to monitor what's going on so i don't get stuck somewhere right and uh they miss misreported a traffic accident so i'm like oh, okay oh oh it's oh no no i'm not driving by there i'm good don't have to worry about it <laughs> and it was not where they said it was it was exactly the way i went to work right. <laughs> it's like god damn it Love and uh, the road was actually closed 
So I had to wait till they cleared the accident before we could get moving at all. Wow. No, no. Yeah. Uh, so was there like parts everywhere? No, no. They just both cars went in the ditch. It's this little section here. It's just so icy and they don't, they never sand here. And it's, it's by the, um, by the CN shops on Plessy there by the CN shops. Hmm. Outentown, you don't remember the, out, out, in we, Kona, out in God's country. Yeah, yeah, God's country. The same place I was driving by when I was getting mad at uh, at drivers. <laughs> that same stretch. Oh, that's a good place that's to get the, mad. It was where it's all slippery. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's funny. The speed limit here is eighty, and uh, we were going thirty on that stretch because it was. This it's really bad here. Do you? And remember? they haven't they haven't sanded at all yet. Right. Do I remember what? Do you remember? back uh when canada used to use the imperial system and they had just switched over to the metric system do you remember that yeah well that's how i was taught in school is the metric system right but do you were you were you taught both well well okay let's not say the metric system in general because i mean centimeters and the millimeters and meters and all that stuff we that we learned in school right from i think the get-go but, you did too then. Okay, I was I was wondering if you did as well. Yeah, but just the actual speed uh, signs when they used to be miles an hour. Because I remember they used to be miles an hour and it was like 60 yeah. or 62. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay, that I don't remember. So that was... And they were switching it over. I can't remember now if it was uh, Trudeau, Hatfield, like who it was at the time or Joe Clark or I don't know. Whoever was was our prime minister at that time, I think. They decided to, to go to the metric system um, for that. So everybody who had vehicles at that point, okay, had no clue. Oh my God! What the difference was between their speedometer and what they should actually been going. So they had these little stickers that you could buy, and then you put them right over your speedometer. Holy it, shit! Really? Because this this was before it was all digital, right? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually had the great big orange dial going from zero to, you know, 120 or whatever it was that, that the vehicles had. And, um, and for every, you would have the kilometers stuck in between, you know, you'd have like 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and then wherever the kilometers fit in there, that's where those little, little, little round stickers were. Yeah, that was, that was eons ago. And I remember, I think it was, uh, my grandfather had, had that on his car. Sure. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. I I just I assumed everything was, you know. Yeah. And metric. Then, yeah, and then when I had my that seventy four Sebring Satellite Plus, uh, yeah, that I had the seventy four. That that was all miles per hour too. So that was a yeah. So then you had to go like okay, and then after a while you kind of knew ballpark where kilometers versus you know miles per hour were at. <laughs> So now the standard for cars in Canada, for sure, is it's got both. Like it's all, everything's all on there. Uh, well, now, I mean, the digital ones, I mean, there's a, it's like Celsius and Fahrenheit. When you have a thermometer, you can hit a button and it'll read either one or the other. So I'm assuming it's the same thing when it has to do with, uh, with vehicles. Like if you were here right. or, if, or if you had bought like, it in the States. I, I, still have a, I still have a dial, though, on mine. You don't on yours? Uh, like it's a dial. It says, you know. Well, I have both. 
you have both? Okay. I, have, I have both, yeah. One's a digital in the center, and then it's got the actual um, needle that moves too. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Nice, nice veer off for the Canadian <laughs> winter episodes always do good. So, Canadian um, have you? Do you have a snowblower? <laughs> no, I still don't. No? no. Okay. You're the, you're the snowblower? I am the snowblower. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be honest. Sylvie does a lot of, um, Sylvie does a lot of shoveling. <laughs> like I actually have to stop her. Well, because if it, it snows during the day, she runs her business from the home. So if it snows during the day, it has to get cleaned. She doesn't have an option, right? Yeah. You get the guys, so, you get the people outside honking the horn. Uh, yeah, your driveway, uh, I can't get in your driveway. Okay, I'll hold on. And then she puts her toque on and gloves yeah. and boots. And <laughs> but uh, no, she's she's good for getting it done. Um, but I like if I see it snowed in the morning, I usually get up a little bit earlier and try to squeeze a workout or a writing session in. And then I'll I'll not do that if I see what you know looks crappy outside, or I'll not shave <laughs> and, and shovel instead. Shovel shovel versus shave. Do I shovel yeah. or shave? Yeah, shovel or shave. Hmm. Um, kind of adds a fourth item to your shit shower and shave and shovel. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going I'm going to right now. I, we wanted to I wanted to continue on the topic that we continue just the other day to okay. make this a nice longer episode sure but uh before i do that um i'm going somewhere tonight <laughs> and i don't know if i'm allowed to say where you're you're not allowed by who like who wouldn't allow you to do that <laughs> well i couldn't just spoil it oh but i'm going to be appearing on someone's show tonight ah cool and I'm, I'm not sure if it's live stream or not that's i didn't get the answer on it right and I was I was actually going to say, well, you get a package deal. My brother has to come, but they need they have to fill one spot, one spot only. Yeah, no, that, that's all right. So um, I'm actually excited. It's going to be recording three episodes back to back. So wow, all three. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, holy crap. Okay, well, so uh, I'm excited. It's actually uh, uh, it's someone. Well, the show I want someone from that show on our show. Right. I've always, like when I started podcasting way back when, mm-hmm. um, my, my, one of my goals was to, to get, uh, well, the, the guy I know from the show, the main guy from the show, or the main guy I know from the show, right. I wanted him on our show. And I probably mentioned him on, to give a bit of a teaser, I've mentioned him on this show before. Uh, and we met him at the podcast festival. Oh, okay. And I did. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, pretty excited we it starts recording at nine thirty. Wow! And we're doing three back-to-back episodes. So wow! Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Bring <laughs> some um, coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, my plan is to make a coffee to bring with me when I leave. I'll probably leave the house around nine or so. Right. To head out and go do it. So cool. So can uh, you can you I'm, say or not say? No, or, I can't. No, I can't say. Uh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you off the air or whatever, but sure. Um, but uh, I, I one thing I did want to I want to get back into our topic here, but one more thing I just listened to uh, an episode of James Beaver's podcast mm-hmm. yesterday. Which one? It's the best that uh, Beaver does movies. No, no, but which it's episode? The one, 
Oh, uh, he's interviewing uh, Roger Boyer. Okay. Um, we met Roger at, you know, these meet and greets and stuff. He's the, uh, one of the three partners for the podcast festival here in Manitoba. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, that might be one of the best podcast episodes of anyone's show I've ever listened to. Oh, really? It was, I don't know what it was about it, but the chemistry between these two is great. It wasn't necessarily like funny. It was just, you, you couldn't, like I was listening to it while I kind of was doing the dishes and stuff. It was like, I actually had to stop and then rewind a couple of spots because I didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> it was just so intriguing because I don't, like I, we don't really know Roger that well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know he's a filmmaker and, you know, he's got some prestige under his belt and he's very good friends with James. Right. And, uh, you know, friends with Sam from Witch Police and uh, uh, Stefan from Thick and Sweaty. Mm-hmm. But, like, outside of that, I, I, I don't really know the guy. Um, but, wow, after listening to this interview, like, I kind of want to get to know him. He's a fascinating guy. He's a really fascinating guy. Yeah, you never you never know about someone until you actually sit down and, and go, oh, really? <laughs> you know, it just kind of blows you away, some some of the things that they say. Because you would have, you would have never expected it from... No, no. But what a fascinating, like, I don't know. I like genuine salt of the earth guy. Like just good dude. Like right away. It's like, holy shit. Like, who is this guy? Like, I mean, you know, when I met him, I thought he was a nice guy, but just hearing him talk and talking about his passion for movies and stuff mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, being a director and the films that inspired him, it was like, wow, it's just really solid episode. Oh. That's the kind of crap, the kind of crap, the kind of good stuff, I should say, <laughs> that you get from like a Manitoba podcast. Like, crap is good. Some crap is good. <laughs> yeah. It's good crap. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Good, good shit. shit. Yeah. So, uh, you know, kudos to James, man. He's just killing it. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, so back to our the topic at hand. Okay. A little deviation there. So, the one, the one thing I want to bring up. So, we were talking about bagging your own groceries. Oh getting a phone call from somebody but i don't know who it is oh whatever you still there <laughs> telemarketer <laughs> yeah that totally is yeah 575 number oh okay yeah uh, it's i've been getting a lot yeah they google it they they say oh don't hang up <laughs> yeah click yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no no i uh i've been getting a lot of calls from uh ottawa yeah, they're, I'm par- i don't know what's taking so long but i'm being arrested but uh, it's been weeks now, and I I don't know like should or get off the pot, you know. Well, I, I keep getting calls, and I and I can't understand. It's, it's some type of a I don't, I don't know if it's it's an Oriental uh, um, language, so I, I can't really make out what they're saying. But uh, from what I gather, from what I've heard from others, I guess it has to do with uh, um, people immigrating here and uh, getting shit scared because they're saying that you know. If they don't send money or something or other, they're going to get deported or, or yeah. something like that. So, I mean, there's lots of scams going on out there. I mean, that's nowadays, horrible. when I get an email that's actually legit, I kind of question myself going, hmm, do I click on the link? Because yeah. <laughs> if you hover yeah. over the link, it shows you exactly where it's going to take you. And if yes. and if it looks very suspicious, then obviously it, it's it's crap. Uh, yeah. And all they're wanting is to try and hook you and bait you and then uh, – weasel your credit card number and your private information from you. So it's always good to uh, keep an eye. I think we did, we, we kind of covered that last. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
Yeah. Be careful. But, uh, so <laughs> be careful. Yes. So what I wanted to talk about was, um, you've been to Ikea, right? Oh yeah. I've been lost there many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ditto. I, uh, I know some people are very anti Ikea and some people are very pro Ikea. Right. And one of the anti Ikea things that pop up all the time is the, uh, the whole, okay, well you, you pick what you want to get, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to get this table. So if I want to get the table, I need box AA three and box B five, two and, uh, another box. So like one box will be like the, the tabletop and one will be like the legs. And, I've done that. And you gotta go, what's that? I've done that. Yeah. So then, you know, you, you go down to the warehouse part, which is the, the main floor and, you know, you find where your stuff is and you wrap it off the shelves and throw it in your cart and you go pay for it. Right. So one of the big anti things I always hear about Ikea and I actually, um, someone was, was spouting off when I was there to them saying, you know, this is, this is horse shit. I can't believe I got to go get my own stuff and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Holy wow. Like, you know, Hey, there's lots of um, places to shop. You don't have to well, go there. Yeah. That's like going to see a comedian so, and they heckle you. It's like, why the hell did you pay to come in if all you're going to do is shit on me? <laughs> well, yeah. But anyways, go ahead. So like, so, what's your opinion on, so you, we were talking about self-bagging your groceries, but what about self-packing your, your cart at, at an Ikea? Like, what do you, what's your take on that? Um, you know what? It, it's, it's laid out in a manner where it's not really cumbersome. It's very open. It's, it's kind of inviting to a point because what they do is they actually have the things that you're buying is usually kind of set up as a display to kind of give you an idea of where your item is. I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll say, you know, aisle, you know, such and such and, and shelf such and such and whatever tier that they're in, which is, which is good. Cause when I went there, I, we had to, I mean, we had bought a table and chairs. Actually it's a, it's a, table and chairs that's meant for outside so okay it's, so it's everything they have there is wood so it's like a stained wood and then it's got a table and then both leaves kind of come up on both sides and then it oh, comes yeah, yeah. on the bench and chairs and of course if you want the bench you have to go to get it here if you want the chairs you got to go get it there the table's on this side you know and it's all different boxes it's almost like a costco but a yeah. little, little bit different uh, laid out but now, i i, I don't i don't mind doing that i don't mind doing that I don't mind doing that either. I, I actually, you know, maybe I, we'll get some hate messages <laughs> on this, but I, Ikea is a company that found a way to do what it does. And the, the big thing with, I mean, I don't work there. So this is just my outside outsider's opinion, mm-hmm. but I've done a lot of like uh, process improvements in my career uh, at a lot of different places. And from what my understanding, the system that they use, it's all about finding efficiency and working smart, not, not working harder, but working smarter. Yeah. So everything they do is about working smarter. And by working smarter, you're lowering your costs. And then you can pass those costs on to your customers. <clears throat> like right. that's, that's the concept. Correct. Yeah. So if it's easier to have everything in a warehouse and you go pick it up, you know, and then, you know, take, you take it to your car from there. If it's, if it saves you a bunch of money, especially because this is all stuff that would be very expensive to buy. Like if you go to like, you know, the frame or, or current hill furniture or, or, or any, you know, any of the big, any of the big ones, 
Um, they're uh, very expensive. If if you look at the quality of a Kia, which is pretty much everything is, I don't know if it's all pine or what it is, but the the quality. I mean, you you you're you're kind of comparing apples and oranges when it comes to the quality of it. I would say, but that's my opinion. Like yeah, okay. The, the, the stuff, but they do IKEA, have different levels. IKEA is, I will admit, like lower quality, but they have different levels of quality within that. So you can spend a bit more and get something something a bit sturdier or better or whatever. That's true. You know, depending yeah. on yeah. So you know you, but if you don't have a lot of money and you need to you know build your entire kitchen, right? You can oh, yeah. do it. Yeah, that's, that 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 would be the place to do it. And and it's simple, like you said the. the they're looking for ways to make things simpler and easier and, 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 and streamlined. So, I mean, the same as when you're, I guess, the cabinets for your kitchens and stuff. I mean, our cousin has, I mean, she's she's in a Kia. I mean, I'm sure she probably has shares in the company. Uh, yeah, she probably does, yeah. Because <laughs> pretty much everything that she buys, I think, for furniture comes from there. I mean, her whole kitchen was from there, too, I believe. And but it's, all, it's doable. Everything is doable. Yeah. Like she was a single person when she was hooked on IKEA, you know. It's like it's easy. I could, she could just do it herself. Like, have you ever hung kitchen cabinets before? Oh God, no, no. Okay, so you need like not you need, non IKEA ones. You mean? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no. So you need multiple people, uh, and then you have to measure stuff, hold it up, have someone help you hold it up, depending on how heavy it is, whatever the piece is. And then screw into the wall and make sure you hit the studs and whatnot. Where IKEA is, they just have a metal rail that goes across, and then basically yep. it just hangs up on a lip. Yep. And it's yep. like, mm, okay, that's simple. Why wouldn't they have done that with the other stuff? I don't understand why. Um, I mean, it's simple. I mean, some it's it's like it's like the thing where they're they're trying to figure out how to uh, write in outer space or underwater and stuff and it was like well i mean you have to have the pressure and then of course you get the the, the gravity of course now you don't don't have gravity so now the the ink doesn't go down and you know trying to figure out all these ways of getting it done and meanwhile you know you, the, the russians would say well we'll just use a pencil or you know something like that like something simple like make it simple don't yeah. Don't, yeah. don't try and overthink it <laughs> type thing. and i think that's i think that's the key to ikea success is they're like look there's some people want to, be, you know, they they don't have the wherewithal to, to do something on their own. Uh, our cousin aside, like our, our cousin's a very accomplished home reno now mm-hmm. uh, over the years. So, but I mean, when she was starting out or, you know, if I was starting out, like you have affordable ways to get stuff. And because you're not going to hire someone to install it for you, they make everything easy to put together. And I know there's always jokes, but it's so hard to assemble Ikea furniture. I, I, I totally disagree. <laughs> yeah. it, it's way easier than installing, like you said, cabinets in your kitchen, you know, from a, a different kind of place. Right. I mean, if you, went to, <clears throat> if you went to Walmart and bought an end table or a coffee table or entertainment unit, it's all the same idea. It's all modular. Here's here's the map of how to put it together. Here's the screws. They normally they give you the Allen keys and whatever whatever you need to put it together. And that and it works. So I mean, there's nothing. But they wrong keep with that. their costs down too by not having any language on there. So they find a way to make the instruction manual without words, so that they don't have to print it in twenty you know in fifty different languages. That saves money, right? 
So, I mean, they're always looking at angles. They're always looking at ways to do things better. Because if they can make something easier to make, like even on the production side, they find ways to make it better. So if they can get the production costs down, right. if they can keep everything in a warehouse and keep, you know, keep those costs down, mm-hmm. you know, but then like the proponents on the other side say, yeah, but they're a big conglomerate and they make all this fucking money. And, you know, well, yeah, you know what? They give a lot of their money back. They give it to their employees. They, they donate to a million charities. Mm-hmm. You know, well, some people go to Ikea to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but but still, though, like, at least they're doing something. Right. You know, like, we've amassed this power. Well, they're not wasting the power. They're doing something with the power. Right. I don't see them, you know, like, uh, like increasing their emissions for efficiency. You know, they're not doing things to hurt the environment to increase their efficiency or decrease their cost. Right. They're not that kind of company. But they're also, hey, what can we say? They're also Swedish, right? Yeah. And we know what we feel, how we feel about Sweden. Yeah, we love Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they had a. They're having was it a Valentine's dinner? You could book at IKEA. I have to look oh. into that. It seems to me someone was saying something. Oh, if you want a Valentine's thing, they've got something going at IKEA where you can. Have your Valentine's? I don't know if that's the meatball thing or if it's the. I think they have fish there too, and yeah, they have fish. I'd have to look into that more, but it seems I I heard something regarding that. And actually, speaking of when you're saying about showing symbols and whatnot without actually writing stuff down uh, as instructions to put it together, um, I mean we have that kind of at the hospital. So what they've done is they've taken uh, animals and colors. And oh, yeah, yeah. To, to yeah, say you right. like you're in the purple polar bear area or if you're in the green owl area or, you know, the... I have to admit that does make it a lot easier. Pink elk or whatever it is. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's fine to a point. Um, so, I mean, if, if people... I mean, they'll call and they'll say, oh, uh, the elevator in purple polar bears are working. Well, okay, that that's fine to a point. But now I have to call the elevator company. Now they're going to laugh at me. <laughs> and where is this elevator located? It's in the, located in the purple bear area. <laughs> purple who? <laughs> you got Barney working there? No. So that's the awesome. But getting back to, um, sorry, you're um, um, bagging your own stuff and picking your, yep. own, your own stuff. Now, I know... Now, super superstore and other people, other places now, you can actually order your groceries online, pull up, yep. and they'll load it in. Now, I don't know if IKEA has that ability or not, because I know I've, they, I've they yes, they do, and they offer it. Oh, well, there sure you go. Because I know Canadian Tire and, and other places, you can order online. You can just go there and pick your crap up and leave. You don't have to wander on the store. Yep. Um, no, no, they they offered it like almost right away. Oh, well, then that, that, that works yeah. too. So if it's something yeah. you don't like doing and you can just order yeah. from the catalog and pick it up from your local store. I mean, we're lucky we have one here, but not everyone does. So yeah, you'd have true. to order it online regardless. And there's some stuff yeah. on the American one that they don't have on the Canadian one. Because I was looking oh. I was looking to make a, a pedal board for my guitar. Yeah, okay. And yeah. what it is, is is a shoe rack. Now, they and, and someone had sent the link to the IKEA uh, link to where the, sh- the shoe rack was that they had used. So I went to the link and went, 
oh, perfect. So I write the the name or SKU and I tried it in the Canadian one. No, nowhere to be found. It's a whole, it's just U.S. only. So Darn it. it didn't work. So they're not always the same. It's the same as Amazon or all these other places like .com versus .ca. Same idea. Like they'll, yeah. some places will, they'll have some stuff, but they won't have it all. Um, the, the last thing, I guess the last thing I want to say on it was people complaining that you got to pick up your, you know, you got to go pick up your own stuff. Um, when you get your groceries, don't you go pick up your own peas? Don't you go pick out your own meat? <laughs> don't you go like, so people complaining that they got to go pick up their own stuff. Well, isn't that what you're doing anyway? When you go everywhere else, like why is, well, you know, that when it comes to produce, that you kind of have to, hmm. I've seen people actually picking people's orders with those great big carts and yep. they, and they kind of go through it. I, I've never actually ordered, so I can't say, well, you know what? I ordered, you know, half a dozen gala apples or something and, you know, half of them are bruised or like, I'm not too sure how, I'm sure they, they handpicked them just like anyone else would. Yeah. I would assume, but not necessarily so. That's a good way to get rid of your stuff you don't want. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Very true. All right. Well, we'll cap it off there. All righty. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have fun tonight. I'm going to be tired, but I'm going to have a coffee latte. Oh, uh, coffee latte espresso with a couple of shots of sugar. Or no, cafe mocha, I mean. Cafe mocha. That's what I'm going to make. Cafe mocha. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm. Chocolate. Yeah, with carnation. I make my coffee with uh, two. This is my favorite thing to have. It's uh, McDonald's coffee mm-hmm. through the Keurig. Right. With two tablespoons of Bailey's. carnation. Okay. Car- oh, well, car- yeah. <laughs> but carnation. Right. I don't put any sugar, no milk, no nothing. I just put that in. Carnation. And car- oh, yeah. Carnation hot chocolate. Oh, hot oh, chocolate. God. Yeah, it's really good. And then you could top it off with the Bailey's or, or whatever, and that makes it even better. What brand did Pepper use? Because carnation. It was Carnation. Because when you say can, Carnation. Melt. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I knew I could tell. Automatically. talking all of a sudden. They're like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I know what that is. I picture the red can with the, with yep. the pink. I don't know what the hell they were. It was the can Flowers. of milk. Was it like condensed milk? Is that what it was? It was yeah, it was a like condensed milk, I think. Yeah. So then they yeah. had the can openers that, that made that little indent and then made the hole in the can and of course yep. you had to do both sides so you have one yep. the air coming in while the stuff was air coming, coming in yeah yeah so when you say carnation oh, that was the first do that? what's that do people have conden- do people have condensed milk anymore oh yeah I've, I've got some in the cupboard yeah 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 james is that a british thing do they do that over over in england i'm curious it's, it's something the, the brits would would be doing it you never know yeah. all right <laughs> well question. let's sign it off here Sign it off here. Send me send me this uh, when you can, and for sure. Uh, today's episode will debut. I don't know next week sometime. Brought to you by the letter <laughs> S for snow. So we are in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, we'll see you on the flip side. I'll let you know how uh, tonight goes. Uh, not sure. when I get home, but <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right then. All right. We'll talk okay. to you later. Good luck. Right. Have fun. Bye bye. All right. See, see ya. ya. Bye. Bye.